Hey everybody, it is Wednesday, February 13th, 2019, and you are listening to a salvage title, Scrap Story. As always, I'm your host, Brett Isadlike, and while I'm normally here to tell you about car news, car culture, and car whatever, with these scrap stories, it's just kind of a relevant thing of interest thing about the automotive world. Uh, We are a day late on this episode, so I do apologize to everybody, but today, what I wanted to talk about for a minute is the Sonos Scion uh, prototype. It's a very interesting electric car that is being designed and engineered in Europe and is being prepped, they say, for sale later in 2019. So I want to talk a little bit about that car, kind of some of the interesting things that are brought up about the vehicle, and uh, really what kind of impact that may or may not have here in the United States uh, on the electric car market, because I certainly think they bring up some interesting perspectives. Uh, But before we get to all of that, just a gentle reminder that uh, we do this show twice a week. We do the scrap stories early on in the week. We do the main salvage title show on Fridays. I do my best to stick to that schedule, but boy, oh boy, life finds a way to just get in the way sometimes. I tell you what, uh, we do make these podcasts available on a wide variety of podcasting platforms, including Apple, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google podcasts, so much more. So if you're there, make sure you're a subscriber, uh, get notified that we're putting out new episodes on those days. Uh, if you like what you hear, make sure you share it with your friends and family. And, uh, if they give you the chance to give a rating uh if you could do so take some time out of your day to do that i really appreciate it it helps us get seen by more people but anyway guys after the bump we'll talk a little bit about this new sono scion uh electric car So late last week, a video was published on the Fully Charged channel, uh, a great YouTube channel that you should definitely, if you've got a moment to check out. Uh, Fully Charged covers EVs, um, other alternative fuel electricity vehicles um, all across the world. They are a UK-based channel, uh, but they've been following the Sono project for a while, and the Sono Motors Scion is starting at least according to the PR guy that they had talked to or engineer, I'm not quite sure what his title was. Uh, They're finally getting pretty close to a uh, rolling product that will be available to consumers in the not too distant future. Um, Basically the gist of this is that they are planning to make an, a very affordable EV project uh, that is going to be sold at least in the EU, potentially in the UK, um, and may be exported to other markets across the world. They want to make this an open source idea platform. They're using a lot of the platitudes that a lot of, I think, these startups use where it's a movement, in air quotes, uh, and not an actual product that they intend to make hundreds of millions of dollars on. And while that is good and great and all that, um, there's still a lot of questions to be answered. But the the novel aspect of this car is that these kids got together, they raised money, they've been designing this car over the last seven years, they've sought out partners from all over the European automotive landscape uh, to supply them with, you know, different bits and bobs on the vehicle. Um, but they're really incorporating some interesting design elements into the car that are maybe, potentially, are going to make it a really good choice for a lot of people looking for some kind of car in the near future. 
What Sono Motors, Motors is saying right now is that this car, somewhere between the size of a, Polo, a Volkswagen Polo or a Volkswagen Golf, so, you know, a normal-sized vehicle for the most part, uh, is going to retail for about 16,000 euros. We'll have 250 kilometers of range, that's 155 miles here in the U.S. Uh, the electric motor, even though they won't say what it is, produces power, uh, of some kind. It uses some kind of CVT. Uh, they didn't say if it is a front-wheel drive or a rear-wheel drive vehicle. They said that they are going to decide on that very soon. Um, it has seating for five. Um, it's got a flat load floor. It can charge, um, you know, off of a regular home plug, uh, but it can also use level two and potentially level three DC fast charging. Uh, but the main thing about this car that is really the most interesting thing is that the car has built-in solar panels on the hood, doors, rear hatch, and roof of the vehicle uh, that can charge the car when you're not using it. Uh, according to the engineers at Sono Motors, it pro will provide up to 30 kilometers of range per day in the sunlight. Uh, conversion to America is about 18 miles of range per day. Just sitting in the sun, not even charging off your house or off a charger or your job or anything like that. And with that charge, um, you know, that's into that battery at a full charge, really any charge level, you can use that power that's inside the car to plug in items that you would plug into like a household outlet. There's one of those built into the front of the vehicle. Um, there is a charge cord that you can plug into the front of the car that can plug back into your house and you can use this car to power the grid or power your home or power some electric stuff if you're going camping or anything like that. There's really some interesting novel ideas being done by this and it is the one of the first cars to have taken a solar aspect to the small ev platform and made it a serious thing uh i i think it is really an ingenious design and really quite interesting overall uh that really could revolutionize you know affordable ev transport and i think having that 18 miles of range basically built in every single day is absolutely incredible. You know, whether or not you have access to a charger, your car is always going to be charging. And there are still some things to be worked out in that particular aspect. Um, I think my biggest question right now is how easily those solar panels could be damaged, um, how easily those solar panels could be replaced. Um, you know, what kind of cost is involved with that? Because the rest of the car is made entirely out of composite materials or aluminum. And though that in of itself is going to be very expensive, even though the car might only cost 16,000 euros, uh, those panels aren't going to be cheap. And, you know, Sono says, well, 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 you know, we're going to publish uh, ways to make your own panels at home to 3D print them on a 3D printer so that they're very affordable uh, and easy to replace. And while that is a novel concept, you know, not everybody has access to a 3D printer and it isn't exactly 3D, like 3D printing services are affordable in every situation for every single person. And again, that doesn't exactly solve the problem of the uh, of the solar panels being of a decent price. Uh, one other interesting thing about the vehicle that I thought was relatively ingenious, but it doesn't look like it's executed all that well, and I can't imagine that they're going to put it in the production car, but hey, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, they are putting live 
Icelandic moss uh, and building it into the dashboard. And they're using this moss as a particulate filter. There is a small filter built into the, uh, you know, the firewall of the car uh, that will uh, filter out some things, but the main part of the filter is done through this Icelandic moss. And, you know, I get it for efficiency purposes, it's good. You get some actual green life uh, being brought into the car. Uh, but, uh, you know, what happens if your moss dies? What happens if, if, uh, things aren't quite going quite well? You know, is it really going to stop, um, really bad particulate pollution, you know, stuff like that? I, there's a lot of questions on that that doesn't seem super practical. Uh, the other thing is that they're saying that they're designing their own steering wheel and steering wheel column and technology on the dashboard and, you know, as much as in the prototype, it looks like, you know, they've got BMW sourced parts for some things. Other things look like it's nothing more than like a Amazon Fire tablet mounted on the dashboard that runs some kind of infotainment system. And I can't say I'm 100% comfortable with that. And I don't know if I would be 100% comfortable with that as somebody who, you know, if you were somebody who lived in Europe, in Germany, and you wanted to buy this car in the near future. Uh, another really interesting thing that they brought up about the car that, you know, is clever, but isn't exactly smart, is that because this electric car has a lower output for its electric motor, because the battery size is relatively modest, because they are putting a speed limiter on this car to like, I think it's 82 miles an hour. I think, I don't remember what that works out to in kilometers per hour. Um, but they, they're putting these speed limiters on this car because the parts that are going underneath it, the suspension parts, the uh, wheel bearings, the uh, different aspects of the vehicle, mechanically speaking, aren't going to be built to the same spec as a Volkswagen Golf or, uh, you know, a Honda Civic or something like that, because they are claiming that because this car doesn't need to run on the Autobahn at 200 plus kilometers per hour, uh, it doesn't need to have those heavyweight, heavy-duty parts. And to me, that equates to you're going to have a lot of high-wear parts that are going to need to be replaced really frequently. Whether or not they're expensive because they are of lower quality, I think kind of depends, but that's going to be really annoying, especially if you do have a commute at speed, you know, at 60 or 70 miles an hour, you're going to be putting a lot more wear and tear on this vehicle compared to somebody who maybe, you know, lives in the city and drives less than 10 miles a day. Uh, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a really cool concept. It's a really cool engineering uh, exercise. It's got a lot of really interesting ideas brought up by this vehicle, but I just, I really question the overall execution, and I really don't see how they're going to sell this thing for 16,000 euros. Uh, they're basically not going to make any money on any one of these cars, and, you know, as much as they claim that, uh, you know, it's not about the money, it's not about whatever, it's about this movement, it's about making good choices for the environment, yes, I 100% agree, but... But you do need to make some money in order to be able to operate, not just, you know, year to year, 
you got to be able to operate month to month. And I don't, I don't know how you do this with this car company right now as it is. And hopefully, you know, maybe they've got some other things that they didn't talk about in this particular interview. Uh, it's hard to say for sure what their plans are going forward. But, you know, hey, if you live in the European Union and you are looking to jump into the EV market and you have, you know, less than $20,000 euros that, you know, you want to have a car that you basically can charge for free every single day, I think this is a brilliant thing. Uh, it, you know, especially if you live in a country like Portugal or Spain or you live in the south of France or some parts of Italy where rain isn't a thing, clouds aren't a thing, you could literally park this car in your driveway. And if you only drive your car a couple days a week or you really only need it on weekends and you don't want to spend a lot of money on it, this makes a lot of sense. Like, it's just, there's just execution things that I go, we need a little more work done. I'm a little more interested in, in an electric Volkswagen or an electric Seat or an electric Ford or something like that that's going to be a little more dependable day to day. But hey, what do I know? I'm just some dude from Michigan who has a podcast on the internet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you haven't had a chance, like I said, go head on over to uh, the Fully Charged Show on uh, YouTube. Check out the video on the Sono Motors Scion. Uh, they, it's really an interesting concept as a car and i i am very excited about it even though i have a lot of questions about it i think it's really cool and i hope you get a chance to check it out because it's definitely a video worth watching Well, guys, that just about wraps up this episode of the Salvage Title Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Brad Ezelik, and you can follow me on Twitter at YSSMAN, and you can keep up to date with the Salvage Title Podcast at anchor.fm slash YSSMAN. Uh, sorry again about the show being a day late for the earlier episodes. Uh, hopefully everything works out for a Friday episode being a totally regular performance. Uh, news has been... Hmm, here and there this week so far, so I'm sure we'll come up with something interesting to talk about. Uh, nevertheless, guys, don't forget that Valentine's Day is on Thursday, so if you're doing that kind of thing, uh, get your stuff now before it all goes away or whatever works on Valentine's Day. Uh, but if you're not doing that, hey, kudos to you. Uh, don't play that consumer BS game. Uh, but guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will see you on Friday for the big whatever show of the Salvage Title Podcast. Bye-bye.